The numbers are in. The only thing up is inflation. Fauci wants to go full commie on the vaccine and the crime happening everywhere. Well, it's all just in your head. All today, Eric's America. Hello, welcome. Happy Saturday. I hope it's a happy Saturday. I'm really enjoying uh, doing these on the weekends, giving me a little extra time. It's a little more relaxed uh, when everything goes correctly uh, in uh, full, uh, full transparency. Uh, this will be the uh, second or third time I've recorded this today because apparently equipment is not cooperating with me today and has erased the entire podcast at least twice. So... That's been, uh, boy, just a whole lot of fun. So uh, if I uh, have some issues uh, uh, speaking here in the next little bit, that's because I've already been talking for a couple hours. So anyway, uh, we'll get into uh, everything here. First, I uh, want to let everybody know that I appreciate everybody that uh, is uh, checking it out. Uh, the numbers are going up. Uh, I'd love that to continue. So please remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, and follow whatever the platform allows uh that's uh what you should do because it helps out a whole lot not only does it get more people to check it out and become enlightened but it also makes people other people uh feel bad and uh you know that's always a good thing too um that can always be a good thing it'll help motivate people to work harder uh at least that's what we'll tell ourselves right um but yes, please do so. Uh, and if you like, hate, whatever, you can always get a message uh, through. Uh, you can do so on erics-america.com, uh, at ericsamericapod at Facebook, or ericsamericapod at Gmail. All those come directly to me because, well, it's just me here uh, pushing buttons and uh, researching and doing all those wonderful, fun things. Well, we will get started for today. So uh, the numbers came out uh, for the uh, the economic numbers came out. And surprise, surprise, although it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, guess what's up? Oh, inflation is up. Well, uh, who could have saw that coming? And it says that inflation is about 7.4, uh, 7.6%. Somewhere in there is what they claim it is. And those numbers are badly skewed. And basically, they skew it to portray the economy in the best light possible, especially for uh, the government. And uh, the problem with that is the fact that even at that, it's the worst in uh, 39 years, 38, 39 years, 39 years, I believe, 1982, yes, 39 years, uh, almost my entire lifetime. The only problem is if you use the same numbers that they used 39 years ago, uh, it would actually be closer to about 15%, which would make it the worst inflation of all time in the U.S., which is, uh, I don't know about anybody else, but that's really bad, right? That's, that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. But uh, there are some idiots and many, many idiots who are not seeing this the same way. Uh, we heard about at one point, inflation's a good thing. That means more people want to buy things and have money to buy things. Yeah, that's not how this works at all. Not even close. Uh, here is uh, one of the brilliant, most brilliant ones, or at least he was considered brilliant. Um, Andrew Ross Sorkin. Uh, he says inflation has long been seen as the economic villain yeah that's because it destroys everything it destroys everything uh it ruins uh it ruins economies it uh destroys the middle class and it further impoverishes the poorest of uh of the poorest of the poor and so uh whereas yes it does you know bring the uh top earners down a peg or two uh not noticeable enough uh to make much of a difference when you're talking that kind of money but for people who are in the middle class who are just doing okay they're not doing okay anymore and for the people that are uh the most destitute well they have no prayer that's just where we're at here but he says uh, that view is changing for those who worry about growing inequality inflation might actually be a salve up to a point yeah 
Yeah, in other words, uh, while the country is turning into Venezuela, don't worry about it. Your neighbor's going to be just as poor as you are. So it'll be fine. I don't know why you're fretting over it. It'll be fine. Who cares if we're running around with wheelbarrow loads of cash to be able to afford a hamburger? It'll be fine. You'll be fine. There'll be a group of elites at the top that'll tell you exactly what you got to do. And and they'll give you a few meals a week. And you'll be happy. Don't worry. They'll own everything. And you'll be happy. Oh, wait a second. I believe I've heard that line before. Hmm. Heard it from somewhere. Uh, so, uh, whereas this does sound uh, seem like an incredible uh, destruction... Uh, just know that that's what these people wanted to do. These are the people who want to destroy the economy. They want to destroy America. They have a vision of utopia, that is socialism and communism, which is the most evil and vile uh, thing and system that anyone's ever devised. It leads to nothing but slavery, devastation, poverty, and evil. There is no good that comes from it. It was devised by people that were severely disturbed, perverted, and wanted nothing but pure power and to not actually have to do anything for the power or to be taken care of. That's who designed this by some very perverse, demented people who just had a pure need and want for power. And I get so sick of people saying, well, they have good intentions. It just, it's never been instituted right. A load of shit. It's been instituted to perfection many times, and the desired outcome was achieved. The people at the very, very top of power had extreme amounts of wealth and extreme amounts of power, while everybody else um, suffered and died or were murdered. And that's the point of it. That is what it does. It is. Uh, the most pure and modern form of slavery. And until we get this out there and get more and more people, which most people in this country know that it's a terrible and evil thing, but, you know, it is catching on more and more that somehow it's just not been done right or somehow convinced that it's some great thing in utopia. It's not. It is absolute destruction. Uh, but we've heard all year, we've heard over and over and over again how it's just the temporary thing this inflation thing it's temporary it's uh transitory right it's not a real thing nothing to worry about no big deal well yeah i don't know here they are all telling us about it just to remind you of what we heard you know all year have conveyed that uh, they feel that the impact uh, of our proposals will be transitory. All of the economists uh, that the president has been relying on suggest that there is a transitory nature, nature to the inflation uh, problem. Economists call all these things transitory effects. This inflation uh, that we're experiencing is transitory. It is not going to be here long. We've had several months of high inflation that um, most economists, including me, believe will be transitory. We don't expect that those uh, that, that upward pressure will produce uh, substantially higher prices or that the effects will be persistent. We expect that they'll be transitory or temporary. Oh, okay. Well, how's that working out for you? Well, now today they're saying, well, it's not transitory. It's here to stay. Hopefully, uh, it'll settle down and calm down next year, but no later than 2023. If not by then, then yeah, sometime it'll slow down. Uh, obviously, we can't deal with this. And what would be the absolute worst thing you could do uh, to spur it on further? What could be the worst thing you could do? Let me think for a minute. Let me think, how did we get to this point? Well, we got to this point by printing massive, massive amounts of money, devaluing our currency and placing a tax on everyone uh, called inflation uh, by printing money to spend and give away. That's how we got here. And that's how it's going to continue. Uh, I heard of something called the Build Back Better plan, where they're going to print about $3 trillion because, remember, it doesn't cost anything. Why does it not cost anything? Well, because we're just going to print it. And that won't cost anybody anything except for turning inflation up with a flamethrower and burning the entire country to the ground is exactly what it'll do. So if you would like to not have to, uh, you know, have two or three truckloads of cash to go and get gas to fill up the truck 
And I'm not joking. That's what it'll turn into. Ask the people in Venezuela. Because that is the model that these people are going off of. They're not going off of some crazy uh, welfare state uh, with a, you know, capitalist uh, system like is in many of the European countries that they trot out all the time and go, look, these places are socialists. They're not socialist countries. They are capitalists with a large welfare state that costs their citizens an ass ton of their income to pay for. That's not the system that these uh, lawmakers and these idiots are proposing. They're proposing Venezuelan-type models because that's what they want. Because they all believe they will be the Chavezes and the Maduros setting it to the top, eating fine foods and being well taken care of while their little gangs go through the street and beat people up while all the people starve and work to make their their lives easy as they sit atop and look down on the little people and prance around the world as billionaires. That's who all these people think they are. It's all about power and control and them being in charge. It has nothing to do with taking care of you. They have never, ever, ever, ever cared a damn about you. And never forget that. So that's what these people want to do. So burning the economy down is what they are. That's the plan. That's the uh, theme, not the uh, it's the feature, not the bug, if you will. So uh, what is uh, really going on? What do people on the ground, what are they really facing? Well, other than astronomical gas prices, uh, astronomical food prices and everything else. Well, here is a little uh, inflation reality check inflation and migration people from la and orange county moving to the inland empire in search of affordable housing are two reasons for the booming real estate market and the high rents in the inland empire some landlords have more than tripled rent prices in the last year an apartment that is in not great area of redlands it used to go for 800 a month and we just noticed that it was up for 2600 per month. Space hasn't changed, you know, it's like a two-bedroom apartment with barely any livable space. Americans are seeing the side effects of inflation in their budgets. General Mills even announcing they're raising the prices of some of their cereals by up to 20%. The grand total of our Thanksgiving dinner was $51.25, more than 20% over last year's list. The Dollar Tree is hiking its prices from $1 to $1.25 for most items. If you're lucky enough to find ammo, you'll pay more for it. And this on the store shelf for about 60 65 cents around when uh, this would be normally somewhere around 20, you know, low 20 something cents around. Pizzerias across the five boroughs are rising the price of a slice. Dollar slices are now up to a dollar and 50 cents. Those who eat with oil will need to dig deeper this year. The average homeowner is probably going to pay about $500 more for the heating season than they did a year ago. And it's everywhere. It's in everything. And of course, it'll only get worse if we push this any further. And the only plan behind it is to try to gain power through uh, a devastating uh, economy. Uh, always gets people to do crazy things because they just want whatever solution makes their life easier. And that's when these, uh, you know, despicable, disgusting versions of humanity step in and go, don't worry, the government will take care of anything. Let's just print some more. Hey, we got we got more paper, right? More paper, more ink back there. Yeah, just keep printing it, keep printing it. Government will take care of everything. Cradle to the grave. Don't worry. Everything will be provided. Here, go in this little uh, one-room uh, one room apartment owned by BlackRock and uh, get your family stacked up in the corner. Don't worry. We'll, we'll bring you by some food. Don't worry, we'll, we'll have everything taken care of. And that's how it goes. That's how the power has been uh, put in place over and over and over again. The other terrifying uh, part to this is the fact that what some countries do, many countries do, 
When faced with major, major economic collapse or major economic problems, what do they do to try and mitigate the situation? Well, they start major conflicts, major wars. They ramp up war efforts and try to get people working and, and try to make uh, things uh, better that way or to acquire more assets and more um, territory to be able to spread out. Uh, ma major wars, all the major wars that we know of um, in the 20th century were a direct result of insane economic collapses. And so that's what's scary right now when you look at uh, China, you know, saber rattling about Taiwan. Why is that? Well, that's because they're on a huge economic downturn right now as well. Not only are they having problems with, you know, having electricity and being able to produce at the levels they were before, but they also have major financial debacles that are very reminiscent of the 2008 collapse in the U.S. And so they have major, major problems as well. So do we. And uh, this is just causing nothing but uh, just bedlam. And it is uh, terrifying. And you have some idiots, some absolute idiots, even on the right. It's not just on the left this time. Even on the right. Here is a Republican from Mississippi talking about what to do in Ukraine. This is absolute insanity. I ruled out American troops on the ground. We don't, do you know, we don't rule out uh, first use nuclear um, action. Uh, we, we, we don't think it'll happen, but there's certain things in negotiations, if you're going to be tough, that you don't take off the table. That is absolute <laughs> stupidity. You're talking about using nukes? What are you, on something? The hell is wrong with you? Who talks like that? Only a moron talks like that. Yeah, we're going to start a nuclear hot war with Russia. Yeah, that sounds like a brilliant, over Ukraine. Over Ukraine, I, I still, I reiterate uh, over and over and over again, what is in Ukraine? I mean, I'm starting to wonder now that there's something really tangible there because now they want to nuke it back into the Stone Age, maybe to get rid of evidence of something. I have no idea, but all this is crazy. And it makes you even worry more about what's going on with the economy. But never worry, there are some cheerleaders can't help but getting involved. And uh, here is the idiot that I just played, uh, Jim Cramer. I played him the other day getting in on the Vax thing, talking about the military running it and people being forced to stay home and all that insanity from this drunk asshole. Um, but don't worry, he is all on board to talk about how great the economy is. This guy is so full of it. Wow. Strongest economy perhaps I have ever seen. See that number this morning, that unemployment number? It's the best in years, not best in 69. We have all spotted the endless help wanted signs, the housing and apartment shortages, the tremendous demand for goods and services, a marvel to behold. Oh, people are confident about their jobs. I say fantastic. And the ability to even get better ones if they want to. They're spending more than I've ever seen, but they're doing it with cash, not on credit. They're doing so in a roaring 20s style. This dude is wasted. He is wasted. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, he's completely wasted. Uh, and he's full of shit, too. Uh, yeah, the numbers of unemployment, uh, the people getting jobs, I guess, is uh, good. Except if you, uh, you know, actually look at the numbers. Uh, the numbers are just people going back to work, you jackass. So, yes, the most that they've, uh, you know... Uh, increased uh in at one time since 69 well i guess so when you consider you're comparing it to 2020 when the country was shut down and businesses were forced to close um yeah that's a little bit of a skewed number it's not hard to come back from complete lockdown and everybody goes back to work and businesses reopen and people uh, you know take their jobs back and go hey look what we did only problem is it's not the lowest uh unemployment numbers in the actual unemployment category that would have been uh back during the trump administration when we achieved those numbers not now uh, unemployment is still freaking high and saying yeah we've seen the endless lines of help wanted posters that's a problem because that means uh they have jobs and nobody are taking them that means unemployment's high idiot this guy is a moron 
and people are spending every penny they have. Yeah, because inflation is so high, they can't afford to save anything anymore. But people like Kramer love that. That's what they uh, absolutely love. And if you think this recent spate of stupidity is a new thing for this uh, absolute jackass, uh, you would be wrong. You would be wrong in assuming that somehow this guy just recently became stupid because I hate to tell you, um, he has been really dumb for a really, really long time. Uh, here he is in 2008, just days before the crash happened. Here he is promoting Bear Stearns, believe it or not. Here you go. Should I be worried about Bear Stearns in terms of liquidity and get my money out of there? No, no, no. Bear Stearns is fine. Do not take your money out. This is really, if there's one takeaway other than a plus 400 or something, Bear Stearns is not in trouble. I mean, if anything, they're more likely to be taken over. Don't move your money from Bear. That's just being silly. Don't be silly. Yeah, don't be silly. Don't be silly and get your money out before it, uh, you know, goes under and you lose your life savings. I mean, because that may hurt uh, Jim Cramer. He may have to sober up for a day or two. And that can't happen. This guy has been wrong and been an absolute moron for 13 years at least. And why is he still on talking about the economy and money? Who knows? Who knows why? Uh, it's hard to believe that he still is, but he is, and that's what we're stuck with is hearing from absolute morons like this guy. But, um, yes, he's been wrong for a long time. So whatever he says, you can pretty much guarantee that uh, it's the opposite of what's going on because he has no clue and hasn't for a very long time. So uh, the idea is we have to stop. We have to stop this now. Uh, they're saying now, well, maybe it'll go away next year, the year after. It'll go away. It'll even out. The one way I know that it will not get any better whatsoever and nothing will uh, settle is if we allow this uh, absolute travesty of the Build Back Better bullshit to come into existence. Then I know that this is going to be taking a blowtorch to gasoline and just letting it go because that is exactly what they are doing if they decide to print a shit ton more money to pay for this thing and so that's what we're looking at right now and i hate the fact that uh you know people are out there going oh this is our answer to inflation this is our answer to fixing everything is to print three and a half trillion more dollars because you know uh we don't need to tax anybody to give away all this free stuff i mean it's hard for me to even hear those words and not think man what a moron uh but that's what they're trying to sell. That's what they're trying to sell. And it's unbelievable. I can't believe that people would buy it. People know better than that. Inflation is a tax. It is a tax on all of us. They printed all this money for all the lockdowns and all the continued bullshit. And now with the vaccines, I mean, somebody's got to pay for all this. And they just print it out. And you're paying for it. Not only in your tax dollars, but in inflation. Because inflation is a tax that obviously hurts the poorest the most which is what most taxes do. While they claim over and over and over that they're going to make the top percent, they're going to make them pay their fair share, which they never somehow ever define of what that number is or percentage is. Strangely enough, most of the burden that or the burden that hurts the worst is going to be on the poorest of us all. All the gains that people think they have made in their wages getting paid more, they're actually, at the end of the day, with actual buying power, with inflation where it's at right now, are making less. And they just don't realize it because they think, wow, my check's bigger. I have more money. Until they go and pay for everything that they need to survive. And then you find out really quick that, hold on, wait a minute. I am not going any better. I'm not achieving anything any better. Go try to buy a car right now. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So that is a big, big, big problem that we all are going to have to face. And uh, we are facing right now. And we got to find a way out of it. And um, the first thing you need to do, the biggest thing, is to make sure everybody knows that this whole Build Back Better bullshit has to end. And it has to end now. But if that was the only problem we had, well, we would be in pretty good shape. But it's not because, of course... 
We've got to do vaxes. The Omicron. Omicron's out there, although this has largely been debunked. Not a lot of people are talking as much about it now. Uh, but And that's mostly because it's come out that not one single person yet, not one single person as of now, has said to have died of the new variant. Well, that's because, according to reports, it's very mild. So why would you be worried about all of it uh, when it comes to vaccines? Well, because maybe the vaccine people aren't exactly the most, uh, how do you want to put it, uh, up and up people. We'll just we'll just put it that way. We're going to talk a lot more about that. But Fauci was back out this week because he has to be out in the forefront on TV there's been very few people on earth that love themselves as much as Dr. Fauci, or as he is better known, the science. The science was on TV to tell us all about how, uh, well, how much of a communist he is. He reiterates this point. I've got several um, clips here of him just reiterating the same point, and it's so freaky. I mean, it's almost to the letter of a uh, almost to the word of a Karl Marx or a Lenin. Both of the two would be very, very proud of this. Here he is uh, on the first clip. Opposition now in Congress and across the states, even in Democratic states, Governor Whitmer in Michigan and other places. It's becoming just a political test and the outlook in the, the outlook is not at all a sure thing in the court system. Is there any thought of backing off of that? and Mandates. trying to avoid you know all the outcry against it yeah <laughs> but job. you know Andrew, <laughs> you off of that <laughs> and trying to avoid stuff things all the outcry against it right yeah but you know andrew we we really have to get people vaccinated i mean i understand and we all understand how people do not like to be told what to do they want to make their own choice and their own free will i get that and i respect that Mm -hmm. not at all do you respect that and you can't think only of yourself and your own personal opinion but you've got to think about your communal responsibility mm-hmm. to get yourself in your family again. and indirectly then the community protected mm-hmm. so i would prefer and we all would prefer that people would be volunteers. <laughs> they're not going to do that sometimes you've got to do things that are unpopular oh, but that clearly supersede individual choices and are directed predominantly at the communal good and that's Ugh. what we're talking about when we're talking about requirements Wow, spoken like a true diehard commie. Well, it's not really about your your individual rights. Uh, uh, it's all about the communal rights of everybody, you know, share and share alike. It's just, man, this guy's bad. This guy is just terrible. Um, and he just keeps making the same, same freaking arguments over and over and over again. Um, here he is on a different interview. Uh it's the same message. The, the mayor introduced a vaccine mandate, the first of its kind for the private sector. Is this the kind of mitigation tool that you see in our future, in your professional opinion? You know, Francis, we, no one likes to be mandating for people to do things that they might be hesitant to. Quite frankly, you have to when you're in the middle of what we call a historic oh, experience wait. of the worst pandemic of a respiratory disease in the last hundred years we have to put the communal responsibility hold on that was a hell of a lot of qualifiers wasn't it i just noticed that i've listened to this clip a couple times that's a hell of a lot of clarifiers what just say is the worst uh of this virus of this type in this in the last hundred years what are you (laughs) that's a lot of qualifiers so how many other uh, pandemics of respiratory viruses have there been in the last hundred years? Uh, I can only f- guess there's probably only one. Uh, that may be the reason it's the worst. I don't know. Um, it's really kind of unreal uh, that you had to have that many qualifiers, but he did. He had to have that many qualifiers. ...ahead of individual preferences. So although no one, myself included, <laughs> likes to be told what you have to do, sometimes mm. if you don't come to the realization oh, that it is good for yourself, 
for your family mm -hmm. and for the communal good, then mandates or requirements become necessary. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, again, it's for the communal good, spoken like a true communalist, or as we call them, communists. Um, but uh, he wasn't done there. He wants to not only take over everything, but your Christmas as well. He wants to Fauci up your Christmas. The science, he's got to get it all done at one time. You can't have anything that isn't approved by the science. Here he is talking about what you need to do for Christmas. Hearing from so many vaccinated people who feel as if, you know, there may be some personal rewards for getting vaccinated, but they still face all these restrictions and measures. Well, yes, that is just the reality of the situation. I mean, one thing that vaccinated people can feel comfortable, for example, let's take the holiday setting. You're with your family. Mm -hmm. You have grandparents and parents and children. Mm -hmm. When you get vaccinated and you mm -hmm. have a vaccinated group and you mm -hmm. are in an indoor setting, mm -hmm. you can enjoy, as we have traditionally over the years, mm -hmm. Dinners and gatherings oh, within the home with can, people if you're who are vaccinated. And that's the reason why people should, if they invite people over their home, right. essentially ask and maybe require that people show evidence that they are vaccinated. Oh, okay. So make sure you check the zip papers at the door. Make sure you check the papers. I know there may be family, but what? What if they don't have the little red book memorized? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to throw them in the street and stone them to death like uh, they did in Miles China? Well, it's the same thing. Do they have their shot? Well, I mean, they can't be part of your family anymore if they don't have the shot. That's just, uh, you know, that's the new rules from the science. The science came in and told us what we need to do. And uh, there's one, one other big problem with the science there. Because the science, also known as uh, Anthony Fauci, um, also has decided to change the definition of fully vaxxed. So maybe that's a problem. How do you know? Uh, what if people show up at your door and they may not be fully vaxxed? Because the definition of fully vaxxed, well, that's ever-changing, you know, as uh, he'll say here in a minute. Pfizer's chief scientific officer said this morning on CNN that he thinks fully vaccinated against Omicron, it means three doses. So do you think the definition of fully vaccinated should now change? Well, you know, it, 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 as you say, it, it, it's a technical, almost semantic definition. And it is the definition for requirements. If someone says, are you fully vaccinated to be able to attend class in a university or a college or be able to work in a workplace? Right now, Kate, I don't see that changing tomorrow or next week. Mm -hmm. But certainly, if you want to talk about what optimal protection is, I don't think anybody would argue that optimal protection no, is going to be with a third shot. Whether or not I would it officially argue. gets uh -huh. changed in the definition, uh -huh. I think this. that's going to be considered literally on a daily basis. Literally on a daily basis, this all could change. What if yesterday two shots meant you were fully vaccinated and you had your card and your passport and you're allowed to go anywhere and do anything and do whatever? But then today, uh, say a group, maybe like uh, Big Brother, comes out with their new uh, Newspeak Dictionary. And what if some of your words weren't approved? What if new definitions of new words come to light? Well, then you have a problem because, well yesterday's fully vaccinated is not today's fully vaccinated and to stay as a citizen in good standing with the party well you will need to go ahead and get another shot and then the next year another and another and another and this is a hamster wheel you can't get off it's not going anywhere you're not getting off of it anytime soon i gotta take a quick break and then we're going to talk about how long you will be on this hamster wheel i'll be right back rated the worst losing the most bags shrinking legroom during covid american requires passengers to show id to fly but attacks texas's popular voter id law why is ceo doug parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts from his 10 million dollar payday from americans record layoffs doug parker american airlines serve your customers not woke politicians
is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political attacking georgia's popular voting law why to distract from years of dismal sales terrible 2020 results reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in china coca-cola products are poisoning america's youth and worsening the <laughs> obesity epidemic so the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms but they got busted james quincy coca-cola stop poisoning our children serve your customers <laughs> not woke politicians all right, we're back. So uh, it's not just the science saying. Um, it's not head uh, high science uh, saying that uh, things have got to change. Here is another really reliable source that has nothing whatsoever to gain from it. Nothing. I mean, he's purely thinking of your interest, um, maybe. Um, he's the head of Pfizer, which he doesn't stand to gain anything if you get more shots, right? No. Yeah, particularly with the, with, the, with the data now coming for the Omicron variant, it is very clear uh, yeah. that our vaccine for the Omicron variant uh, should be a three-dose vaccine. It should be a three-dose for the Omicron. and uh, But it may not stop there. He wants to let you know it may not stop there. They always have paper and ink up there and the printing presses to keep printing that money. So... It may not stop there. Here you go. Take a third booster shot now or wait for the Omicron-specific vaccine? So the answer for that, for that is, in our eyes, very clear. So we, we, um, the data that we have, have clearly indicates the value of a third dose. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we should yeah. be we should be really uh, clear yeah. about that, that yeah. Omicron sure. vaccine, even if we start supply right. in, in March, yeah will not be broadly available. We, we right. will start with the first 25, 50, maybe mm -hmm. uh, 75 million doses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the best would be yes. would, uh, to ensure better protection mm -hmm. is to, to have a, a booster <laughs> shot. A booster shot, yes. Get the booster shot. Uh, America can print more money for it. No problem. I need Ferrari. Uh, family need Ferrari and family need big houses. Every one of them. We don't want to live together anymore and we need at least 3,600 square feet per person uh, in uh, each one of their houses with a uh, new Ferrari. So uh, please keep uh, mandating more and more and more vaxes. Uh, let's get some more variants uh, and, you know, we got to get this uh, taken care of. I mean, we have not secured more money than anyone ever on the planet Earth yet and we're working on that. These companies are making more money than anybody else could ever imagine right now. And it's just going up and up and up. The more doses they add, the more vaxes they give, the more money they make, more of your money. Because whether or not you're getting actually uh, from your tax money, of course, inflation's going out the roof because they already printed all the money to make it and to buy all these. So you're paying for it whether through directly through taxes or through in the tax of inflation you're paying for it make no mistake about that people are going out of control out of control here is one a, a terrifying story from los angeles school district and this one is unbelievable and it kind of kicks into the next part that we're going to talk about the vaccine and the COVID and all that but this was truly terrifying. This was reported on uh, on Fox last night about the L.A. school district. This is unbelievable. Vaxes for pizza, apparently. In Maribel Duarte's surprise when her 13-year-old son came home from school saying he got vaccinated in exchange for a piece of pizza. For the record, Mrs. Duarte isn't against vaccines. She's vaccinated, but her son has asthma, and she doesn't feel the vaccine is right for him. Watch the lady that gave him the shot and signed the paper was the one that told my son, please do not say anything. I don't want to get in trouble. It hurt it to know that he got a shot without my permission, without me even knowing or signing any papers for him to get the shot. 
anything, the L.A. school district, which is already fighting two vaccine mandate lawsuits, won't comment on the case, but it did offer up a word salad that has nothing to do with the question. Quoting here, the district introduced the Safe Schools to Safe Steps incentive program throughout L.A. Unified Schools. This program offers incentives to families who upload proof of their vaccine, have an approved medical exemption, or have conditional admissions. The statement says nothing about pizza for shots. And maybe, as legal experts say, that's because kids can't legally accept that trade and schools can't legally offer it. It's worth noting this happened at Barack Obama Academy in South Los Angeles, a public school with 100% minority enrollment and, according to U.S. News and World Report, among the worst performing schools in California. Only 5% of students are proficient in math. A school administrator reportedly told KNBC in Los Angeles he thinks the 13-year-old is not telling the truth, except that 13-year-old now has a card proving he got vaccinated. Tucker. That is amazing. That is amazing and not in a good way. It's appalling. And yes, it's highly illegal. How far are we going to let these people go? That is the, the biggest question. How far are we going to let it go? Now, there is pushback everywhere, but stuff like this, I mean, it's not just a matter of suing the people. There should be major legal ramifications. Major, major legal ramifications. And the reason I say this is what happens if I go buy a pack of cigarettes and I give it to somebody underage? That's a huge fine for me. If I buy alcohol, and I give it to a minor. It's a huge fine. If they do something really dumb while drunk and I bought it for them and gave it to them, I'm looking at jail time. So there is a, uh, you know, a component here of responsibility and they're just running over top of it. They do not give a shit. They are fully bought in over the moon and that is not going to dis deter them whatsoever whatever they have to do lie cheat steal whatever to get it uh done they believe that their ends justifies their means and that is when people are at their most dangerous absolutely at their most dangerous so i talked about this a while back uh well not, not a while back but a couple weeks ago maybe last week um about the uh the connections that were made between Fauci and the virus uh, coming from Wuhan and that the U.S. government does, in fact, uh, own part of one of these vaccines. So, you know, the people that are uh, not only are the people that are manufacturing them and putting them out or making abs just absurd amounts of money, but this is benefiting the federal government because they own the intellectual property to at least the Moderna. Here was uh, Glenn Beck. Uh, he was on Tucker the other night, really laid out this whole kind of connection thing, which is truly mind-blowing. It will really, really freak you out when you hear all this. But here he was reducing, uh, I did watch the whole special, which was like two hours, uh, condensing it down into just a couple minutes of soundbite here uh, is the overview of the whole thing. Okay, so uh, this is a two-hour chalkboard that is condensed into about four minutes. So if you want to see the whole thing, it's at FauciLive.com. But I'll try not to sound crazy and tie this together. Gain of function, with, which Fauci says never happened, happened in November of 2015. It happened with Dr. Barrett. It's, it was a published paper, November 2015. The USAID and Fauci with um, EcoHealth, or yeah, EcoHealth, they yeah. were funding it. It was happening with the Wuhan people. So we know that. But what you may not know is in November, the same month that published paper comes out, the United States begins a partnership with Moderna. And they are searching for uh, mRNA coronavirus vaccines. Kind of a weird coincidence. But wait, it gets worse. In this time, we skip to 2018, DARPA receives a proposal from Dr. Barrick, U.S. guy, uh, Dr. Xi from Wuhan, and Peter Daszak from EcoHealth, um, and, or EcoHealth, and uh, DARPA sees this and says, this is far too dangerous, we're rejecting your proposal. We don't know what happened from there, but we do know, just about 12 months later, in Wuhan, where Peter Daszak, Dr. Xi, the Bat Lady, and Dr. Barrick um, were all doing research on coronaviruses. 
About a year later, there's an outbreak, and the outbreak actually begins, according to documents that we, we have that have been smuggled out of China, that there were 10 hospitals involved uh, by October with patients that were, uh, were now, we now know are corona-like virus symptoms. They didn't know what was going on. Now, that was in October. Remember, we didn't know anything about this in December. We were starting to get rumblings. China said there was some sort of an outbreak on December 31st. But Peter, De I'm sorry, not Peter Dazic, Dr. Barrick signs a uh, government um, deal with Moderna. I want to I read it exactly to you. This, this deal was uh, made. It's confidential. It's 100 and, I don't know, 58 pages long. Um, it is, if I skip to page 104, they are entering a specific private confidential agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring technology to Dr. Barrick, but th what they're making clear is, quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by NIAID and Moderna. Now, this is weird because it's two weeks later that we know there's a problem. They sign that deal two weeks before, and they sign it with the doctor who happened to be a partner with the bat lady in Wuhan. Here's where it gets really dark. These are the same group of people that in the end of January begin to have meetings and they shut down and begin to smear anyone who's looking into the lab right. leak theory. They, they establish that's not true, don't even look there. It, it appears to be collusion. I, you know, we've passed this on to several people in uh, Congress and the Senate. We know Rand Paul has, is on this, and Dr. Fauci has some answers to give. Yeah, so that's uh, a little bit long, but it really is important to uh, go through all that and understand what's, what they're talking about. The government has a vested interest in all this as well. The NIAID, which a part of that is the NIH, the National Institute of Health, which Fauci runs. The other is Francis Collins uh, at the NIAID. And all these people were all in on this back to 2015. And what's really astounding about that is this was so dangerous, such dangerous research. When you talk about the gain of function, they went to DARPA, which is not exactly queasy about taking crazy risks with safety. I mean, some of the weapons and some of the experiments that those guys have participated in, you can go read about them, they're public knowledge now, are just absolutely frightening. And this was too scary for them. This was too scary for them. They said, oh, wait a second. Yeah, no. How about no? How about this is crazy? You guys are going to kill a bunch of people. Stop it. And, uh, <clears throat> that's that's really amazing and it's really amazing that you know strangely enough the uh it starts at um 2015 that they start developing this and then suddenly october they're having cases december of the same year two weeks before they announce it to the world they're already signing this partnership. Oh, that's really weird. It's really, really odd. Strange how that works. Like, maybe they already knew. I mean, there's no way you would know what strain and what to work on for a vac vaccine two weeks before a pandemic started. There's no way to do that. That would take mental telepathy that we don't have uh, either that or time travel. We don't have either of those. So, therefore, something's really screwed up with that. If you think I've lost my mind and I'm way off base and I'm losing it, here's Francis Collins, the head of the NIAID. Uh, he just goes ahead and admits what was just said. Who's going to own this vaccine? Does the federal government own it? One of the vaccines, the one that's furthest along, was started actually at the federal government in our own vaccine research center at NIH and then worked with a biotechnology company called Moderna to get to where we are now with very impressive phase one results. How's that possible? Notice what he said. He's like, the one that's the furthest along was developed at our own NIH. Huh. How did they develop that? How did they develop it so quickly? 
it's weird. It's almost as if, let me think, almost as if um, they knew it all along and they were part of it and they had this inside knowledge or something. That's really odd. Well, here you go. Getting ready to go into a large-scale trial as early as July. That one, of course, we do have some particular uh, stake in the intellectual property. Hmm. Oh, you do? Oh, significant stake in the intellectual property, huh? Well, that's weird, as if you might have developed it. And how would you have developed it? Well, you would have to know what was being made to begin with. You would have to know what this virus was. And that's not possible if you didn't get the sequence until they published it later in January and February. It's really weird it's really strange almost as if wait a minute yep apparently they were all in on it unreal it's all out there and we're letting them get away with it we're letting them get away with this because they're saying it in public they don't care and nobody's holding them to account for it so they're going to get away with it it's uh it's mind-blowing it really really is if you thought that covid and inflation were the only problems that we had, the, that would be bad. That would be devastating enough. That would be a problem. But what happens if that's not the only problem you're having? Well, we discussed this on the last episode, the exploding crime. Many places like Philadelphia and Cook County are in Illinois are experiencing the worst homicide rates ever, the most homicides ever for these places. Crime is up everywhere. These are just two places where they're actually setting records. One place is Philadelphia, where they set a new record since the early 90s, which was considered the worst time for crime in America, the worst time for violent crime, for sure. And now we're surpassing those. It's really weird, though, if you listen to these people. Apparently, it's not happening at all. Here's Larry Krasner from Philadelphia. So he's presiding over an area that just declared that they have the worst, uh, the most amount of homicides uh, they've ever had in one year. But according to him, nothing, nothing is going on whatsoever. That there's some kind of a big spike in crime. There isn't. There is not a big spike in crime that is not true there is also not a big spike in violent crime neither one of these things is true basically we don't have a crisis of lawlessness we don't have a crisis of crime we don't have a crisis of violence and that is a category that includes gun violence well that's weird so what about all those dead people that were murdered by other people i mean where do they come in are they not a part of crime? Are you saying it's no longer illegal to murder people? Because if you say it's illegal to murder people and you have more murders than you've ever had in history, I would say that's a significant spike in crime, wouldn't you? I think everyone would agree to that. It's amazing gaslighting. It really is. Don't worry. AOC is uh, getting on it, too. She wants to get in on it. She don't want to be left out. She wants to gaslight everybody, too, until everybody just calm down. All that, all that shit you see going on, all that uh, theft, all those murders, all that uh, killing going on, all the rise and everything, it's all in your head. I mean, I don't know where you're getting this. Talk about the specifics because, for example, we're actually seeing a lot of uh, these allegations of organized retail theft are not actually panning out. Like when, like these, I believe it's a Walgreens in California cited it, but what they, but the data didn't back it up. Okay, so she cited one case at a Walgreens in California where they said this is organized um, theft and the evidence showed that it was probably just one uh, one person went in that day and stole a whole bunch of shit so it didn't pan out. Uh, she's not talking about, you know, where in San Francisco, 80 or 90 carloads of people show up and break into all the high-end uh, shops and just uh, steal whatever. They're, they're not connected. I, I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, they all showed up together. They all uh, worked well together. I mean, they all were working on it, but yeah they're not together he's don't and there's no spike in crime i mean we're probably running out of space to put all the bodies but i mean it's not really crime i guess i 
where are these people from? That's what I want to know. It's really hard to be able to sell that and to sell that big of a lie with a straight face. That takes a lot of work. But when you're as dumb as people like Krasner and people like AOC, apparently it's easy. It rolls off the tongue. Just lie, 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 lie. They're good at the, the lies, I guess. It is uh, unbelievable that anybody would try to sell this. Usually people would try to come up with excuses for it or something. They've just got to the point that they're their masks are off. They are full on Pravda. They are communist. It's all about the G uh, Mao uh, kind of idea, which is just deny everything. Tell everybody they're crazy. You're crazy if you think there's more crime. And you go, well, there's a whole bunch of extra dead people. And they're like, that's nothing. That's nothing. It's transitory. It's really sickening. To see these people get away with just blatantly lying and just blatantly being morons. It's oh, it's disgusting. It really is. So uh, the answer uh, for all this is you've got to get these people out of anything to do with power. And there has to be legal ramifications for people like Krasner and many others around the country. These leftist George Soros-backed uh, prosecutors that just aren't prosecuting crime. And especially gun crime. And you would say, well, these are the people who want to take guns off the street. Why would they let people who are charged with gun crimes off? Well, the reason they do it is a very sick and twisted reason. Number one, they want there to be more gun violence so they can push harder for guns to be taken away from you. In fact, if they could hand them AR-15s on their way out the door, they would. Because they know then they would use them and then they would have a perfect platform to then launch off to take your guns because they don't really want to take guns away from criminals they're useful you are not useful to their cause and are a hindrance to their cause so therefore they desperately want to take away your right to bear arms once and for all that's what they've been pushing more for for a long time because once you're disarmed you are australia you are uh you know venezuela you are all these places because then you have no power of your own volition to then fight back against tyranny and that's what they truly want that is what they absolutely have dreamed of to have is the unchecked power so there is a new one of these uh federal prosecutors have just been appointed for the state of massachusetts if you want to know how unhinged and crazy uh these uh leftist soros backed prosecutors are this lady was just uh busted uh, she got in some kind of incident at a shopping mall about a parking space with another woman who then she uh, flipped on uh, some lights that she had installed on her vehicle and basically told the woman she would have her arrested. Well, she didn't have the power. She was impersonating an officer. She is a prosecutor. She is not a police officer. But apparently this lady is completely and totally unhinged. Absolutely unhinged. And is unaccountable, apparently, um, as she has carte blanche to act this way. This lady is a racist, and she is completely off her rocker. Here is uh, one, just one of the incidents. I've got a couple of just insane. Uh, this lady is unbelievable. Here you go. I will say, as one of less than 1% of actual people with melanin, that are in this role. I really don't have much um, time for more white men telling me what communities of color need. So is that the new standard? How much melanin's in your skin is what makes you good or bad? Huh, that sounds, hmm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, like a bigot. Like a, just a run of the mill, average, ordinary, bigot there's a lot of these wonderful wonderful uh, clips here which i'm not sure why she is uh, wanting to impersonate a police officer when she obviously hates police officers uh very much here's uh one of her clips uh, about uh police officers we have looked around this country and seen police officers people that black lives pay taxes to fund these positions shoot us in the street as if we were animals people are fed up and to the white community that is now waking up to see this rage we have been telling you this forever we have been saying this since colin kaepernick took a knee 
We have been saying this for decades, and you didn't listen to us. Wow. She brings Colin Kaepernick into it? You really want to bring him into it? I mean, a guy that has been privileged his entire life, a guy who makes millions and millions and millions of dollars for not playing the sport that he's supposed to be playing. He makes millions of dollars for being a jackass who gets everything wrong, who makes stupid documentaries that make no sense. This is the guy you're going to lean on? Well, of course you are, because you are the same person. You are an unimpressive, crazy person who is just a bigot. Here she is uh, talking about uh, the cops just uh, kill black people all the time. And it is completely ironic to have to say to you, please don't be violent. Please keep your voice down. Please be silent and comply with all of the police's requirements when in fact it's those very people that murder us with impunity. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is the lady who's now the federal prosecutor for the state of Massachusetts. How do you think that's going to go? How do you really think that that is going to go? Uh, well, not good. That's that's one thing I can tell you for sure. This lady is completely unhinged. Uh, she is insane because a reporter went to ask her about her incident where she impersonated a police officer and all that. And the lady goes off her nut talking about how this lady is going to get her killed. She's going to be dead. She's going to hold her responsible if any of her kids are dead by morning. Um, it's the same thing. It's like the Jesse uh, Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Whatever. Um his whole ordeal that he put on, his big show that he put on and went and lied to everybody and still is trying to push the fact that he was attacked by some, uh, you know, crazy MAGA people for being gay and not liking Donald Trump. I mean, these people are completely insane. They don't need to be uh, running anything. And they certainly don't need to be out here uh, running around acting the way they are. And I'm hoping now that uh, Jesse has been uh you know, convicted that there is some kind of harsh punishment put out there. So these things stop. Here's the last one. She doesn't want, uh, she thinks enforcing, uh, enforcing laws. Well, of course, what do you think it is? Everybody can everybody guess you're right. It's racist. $50,000 a year to house somebody in the Suffolk County house of corrections. A shoplifting charge is going to have multiple, uh, court dates, we are going to have, let's say, three months. This person can't afford their bail. It's going to cost us $12,500 to house them in the Suffolk County House of Corrections. I believe that we can have them doing either community service or returning the item itself. I think we have to think creatively about solutions. It's much more fiscally responsible. This lady doesn't give a damn about being fiscally responsible with any funds ever. And she's just an out and out racist at this point. So is she going to prosecute that way? Of course she is. Of course she is. That's why she's there. That's why she's there is to, uh, you know, choose cases on the basis of race and what she wants to go after. Not because uh, of any legal standard, because she's not going to follow the law. She's made it clear that that's not what she's there to do. And so that's where you get these uh, just uh, unhinged Soros-backed prosecutors put in place all over the country. And all of a sudden you're thinking, wow, the crime's way, 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 way up. What's going on? Well, it's because they're not doing their job. And it is not their place to decide whether to or not to prosecute somebody uh, for a crime. Uh, they're there to follow the law, not make their own. I mean, it's not really uh, supposed to be up to them to make any law at all. That's the legislative branch does that. Um, They're supposed to be there just to enforce the laws that are on the books, to enforce the laws that as they're written. But, of course, she has no plan on doing that whatsoever. And that's what we get. We get these unhinged, wild-eyed radicals in place and it's going to get worse and worse and worse until they all are are gotten out of their places of power all right getting close to the end here um the last thing i gotta play for today is uh getting a little tired after doing this a couple times uh is to play the clip from hillary this week that was just unbelievable so she does a whole interview special podcast whatever and, of course, she's bemoaning the fact that she lost 2016, and she still hasn't accepted it. There's no way she's ever going to accept it. It was Putin. Putin hated her. Putin fixed the election, that whole thing. 
So here she is. She's going to read her victory speech that she's so upset she never got to read because she wasn't elected. Somebody else stole the election. So here she is reading her uh, acceptance speech, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's... Ugh. Uh, I don't want to hear this woman's voice, but I guess I guess we will have to uh, suffer through. At least I don't have to suffer through alone. Uh, here is the wonderful Hillary. Me. You will survive. You will have a good family of your own and three children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. Oops. I wow, am wow. as sure of this as anything I have ever known. It's a weird letter to get before you're America hung in jail. America is the greatest country in the world. <laughs> and from tonight going forward, together, we will make America even greater than it has ever been That's for each cool. and pretty every pretty cool. one of us. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless America. So it's unreal for somebody to read their uh, winning, uh, their acceptance, their will, uh, winning speech uh, when they lost. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the tears are just because, well, because she lost. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what that's all about. It is kind of sad. And of course, you know, um, double standards being what they are. Of course, she can talk about over and over and over how she won. How it was Putin and everybody else conspiring against her to keep her out of the presidency. Or if it wasn't that, it was sexism or whatever. She just can't accept the fact that she is an unpopular person. People do not like Hillary Clinton. Even on the left, they don't like Hillary Clinton. That was very obvious in 2016, and that sentiment has not changed because obviously Biden is running the party right now, and he is thoroughly uh, destroying it for them, which, please, please be my guest. Uh, it's not going to hurt my feelings whatsoever to have that out of the way said and done. But yeah, I just thought this was unbelievable. It's very narcissistic for sure and very odd to uh be doing this but you know that's who these people are they are narcissistic and very weird anyway that's going to wrap it up for this wonderful saturday i hope you have a great weekend i hope you're enjoying it i hope you're relaxing and not uh, stressing over everything and and enjoying it with uh people that you love and care about um i will be back on wednesday i'm going to do a wednesday and a saturday next week and then we're going to take it from there and kind of see how the schedule is going to be. I'll probably get uh, probably a total of about three more episodes and then off for about a week. So we'll see what happens. Uh, always please remember to subscribe, like, rate, review, and follow. Follow is a, a one that helps out as well. Anywhere that allow you to leave a comment, please do so. Uh, if you're rating it, the comment part of it doesn't really matter. You can tell them that uh, you were bribed with pizza and a vax. It doesn't matter. Uh, the stars are what matters, and five stars are the appropriate number, and it really makes a huge difference. It is making a huge difference. I can see it in the numbers, and it really makes me feel good and feel like what I'm doing really matters, and uh, that's all That's all I can ask for. You know, That's all I can ask for. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy... Uh, doing the research and everything else, and it is rewarding to have other people enjoy it as well. Remember, if you want to send a message or get in touch with me, you can do so at Eric's America Pod at Facebook, uh, Eric's America Pod at gmail.com, or on the website, Eric's America.com. All those will come directly to me because it is just me. But until Wednesday, please just remember it's no agenda, just America.